an Ironic Media production. Visit us at I-R-O-N-I-C-K media.com. All right, welcome back to the Stark Transformation Show. I'm your host, Amy Stark. If this podcast has been broadcasting healing vibes into your life, please follow on Apple and Spotify and leave a review. Your review helps other people find this podcast and the transformations continue. And don't forget to share this podcast with anyone you think will benefit. Let's heal together. Anything that reminds you or has a similar energy to like how you felt as that six-year-old girl will show up as a trigger in your present lifetime. So that's why any modality that you choose that goes to resolve it at the root is so powerful. That's your trauma. That's why we're talking about like shadow work and whatnot is going into your trauma and like resolving it or having a neutrality about it is so key to like living and fulfilling and embodying your unique frequency and living the life you want to live. Welcome to the Stark Transformation Show. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this show, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll hear incredible stories of transformation and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for well over a decade. My connection with energy is so strong and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. All right, today on the podcast, I have Jen McNerney, my soul sister, and she is here to share with us some amazing things about belief, about healing ourselves, about becoming our true self and most authentically ourselves. She was on the podcast. She was one of the fan favorites. She shared her story of her dark night of the soul. If you haven't listened to it, definitely check it out. Today, we are going to talk about a lot of really cool topics. Jen is basically an expert in NET, which is neuroemotional technique. She has been helping me through lots of things. She helps Aiden. She helps Fen. I absolutely love the work that she does. She helps me see things that I didn't necessarily see or couldn't see without the help of her. So a lot of what we go through stems from beliefs. So we're going to talk about how we can effectively sort through beliefs so that we can try on new beliefs so that we can create the life that we want. Jen and I obviously talk about this stuff all the time. In fact, we just spent like a half an hour talking about what we were going to talk about on the podcast. And then we're like, we should just record. We should probably just record it. Yeah. So Jen, welcome to the show again. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I absolutely love your show and all your guests. Oh my gosh. Thank you for putting I mean, a podcast is a lot of love that you pour into this. And thank you because like me and PJ have been like, we listened to one of your podcasts last night. Like I muscle tested which one we were supposed to like listen to. And we've been just really getting a lot from your guests. So thank you. And I feel so honored that I'm like on again, like what? (laughs) I mean, here I had to clear some beliefs around like worthiness or that the information that I have or my unique frequency. But like, I was like, really? I made like a a fan favorite of Amy's podcast. Like I was kind of shocked when you first told me that. Well, you were right up there and the numbers and downloads. So that's the numbers speak for themselves. A couple of things. One thing you just said was me and PJ muscle tested for which one we should Mm -hmm. listen to. This is really interesting. You can do this to help you kind of like biohack life, right? You can figure out what's the best use of your time in this moment. So that's what you were doing. So how Um, did you muscle test for that? 
There are different ways. And I think that any caveat to muscle testing is obviously be uniquely you and find what works for you. Some people I know in the modality of theta healing, they do like a sway test, like it's called more energy testing. I hang out with a bunch of chiropractors and they do like applied kinesiology and they use an arm muscle test. And we also use the muscle testing in the technique of neuroemotional technique. And some people use a pendulum, which would be like an extension of an arm. I use my finger. Some people use an O-ring. You can, there's books and classes on muscle testing. And I think everybody's biggest hang up is really about not trusting themselves. Your body has all the answers. It like, does. And, and it has answers that doesn't have a limiting program. But our programs of not trusting the body get in the way of trusting the muscle test. That's just my perspective on muscle testing and my own coming into my confidence with it. Right. In order to understand muscle testing, you, uh, you need to understand, first of all, that the body is energetic yes. and that the cells are communicating through energy and that when something is weak, the signal isn't that strong, right? Right. No so, energy, and I know, not enough, right? Just, yeah. yeah. Not no congruent something. It's like a no. It's like, no, it's not congruent. Yeah. Yeah. So you can, you can ask yourself and say my name, like for instance, for me, I could say, my name is Amy and I'll be strong. If I say my right. name is Jen McNerney, I'll go weak for it, right? Because right. it's not true. I even know that the arm muscle, there's a particular muscle and that why they yeah. chose that. What is it, Jen? Yeah, if you were talking to a chiropractor, they would absolutely know. And but... personally, I don't like to do the arm muscle. I do the sway test. I yes. find that much easier. I use my intuition. I like, that. I like the sway test more now. And if you would have asked me before, I would have said no. If you would have asked me before I had theta healing training, I would have said no. But the muscle test, like if you're pushing too hard, then people are like you push too hard on that one. Right. But the sway test, there's no muddling of anything. That's just you and your energy and you listen to your body. That's why like I love that you're like, I like the sway test because I'm like, yes, I get it. I get why you like it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm my energy is very tuned into yes. the, you know, everything. So why wouldn't I use that? But we were just talking about when I help Fen or something like that, I have to do muscle testing on her because otherwise she'll be like, you're just making that shit up. Yes. And like, I am coming to a place of awareness now that like, I really go straight to God, creator, source, whatever your word is for that. And I learned that people have beliefs that actually might separate those concepts. So you got to check for those too. Hmm. I digress, but like I am learning that to go just directly within, which we are one with, I believe, my belief is we are one with God creator of all that is. So why not just go within and ask for the answers and then I'll get a yes or a no, and then I'll validate it with the muscle test. Or if I'm working with something, somebody it's, it's for them. It's the validation right. that they need to see that I'm not just like, make, like you said, making stuff up. Right. But well, and even when I work with you, Jen, like you'll ask me a question and then I can feel the truth as well. So like, it's yeah. pretty fun to work with you because you'll say something and then I'll be like, okay, that's what Jen's saying. Do I actually believe that? Does that seem right? Not that right. I'm like checking your work, but I'd like well, to no, be like, I'm glad you are because a lot of the people I work with and I didn't understand why I was a speech language pathologist doing this work or morphing into this more of this healer type but words matter. One little word, like an article, like the, like I am, like a, replacing a faulty belief with I am the light versus of the light. Like one word can change a bottom belief for somebody. So like I have to be semantically aware of the word meanings. So I'm like, that's why I'm a speech language pathologist in training is like words matter. 
It's so true. And finding that bottom belief for somebody, it could just be one little word or one little like semantic change. It's the same word, but if you use a different word and then I muscle test it and I have them sway, I go, and then I say, you need to say, I am the bottom belief. And I check to make sure that that's the bottom belief, because if you can get to like dig for the bottom belief and take that out, you can like spiral cascade all these other beliefs that were like tentacling from it. So like a bottom belief would be the legs that are holding up a table, right? So it's like taking, yeah, all those out and then everything on the table would collapse. So anything that was created from that belief now no longer can exist because they were dependent on that first belief. Exactly. And so I am always interested in going for that one because (laughs) Mm -hmm. I want to save people time and suffering. And that is like, Every tenet of every modality that I am attracted to is about getting to the root cause. Yeah. Literally, I see it's like you're pulling a root out of somebody's yes. brain. <laughs> yeah. Like of like, like where they created this. And then and there's, all... isn't that so satisfying when you pull that big weed like oh, I know, out of the ground right? and you're like, you see all those tentacly things. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. And then of course, like once you do that, then what I've seen is that the golden light fills into the body. Yes. They can't figure out how they ever believed that at one time and now feel confident to go forward in the direction that they actually always wanted to. So when I tuned into the podcast today, we Mm -hmm. are supposed to be talking about how we can create our identity from within. Just right now, right? We're talking about beliefs about who we are. Give us an example of a bottom belief. So I noticed that I'm going to just say it like it's a lot of worthiness that comes up or being able to be yourself that like, like, like the person you came to be not person, but the energy that you came to be and embody your unique frequency that creator made you. Mm -hmm. Honestly, if we all just worked on that, the world would be a better place because it's not about and some people have beliefs that they have to like, save the world. I'm like, no, save yourself. That like, mm-hmm. you're going to save the world by getting rid of the belief that you have to save people or the world and then embodying your unique frequency. But a lot of it is about worthiness, being okay with yourself, your per- like who you are. A lot of bottom beliefs also are about your connection to creator, God, source, whatever you want. Jesus, like, let's throw out any concept that is, I mean, I, a lot of people are into Jesus. So I'm not going to like not include him, but through the consciousness of Jesus. So it's just more about a lot of people do have an acceptance that that is their core beliefs. I had a big belief and like I discovered it through taking the theta. But I mean, I think my subconscious always knew it was there of I must suffer to be close to God. And boy, did I look for big events where like I can remember when my dad died. It was horrible. Like, I mean, it was like a horribly raw situation, but I felt so close to God. Like I was seeing like all the signs that my dad was giving me, like he he would send me butterflies and feathers and all these like little magical things. But I had a belief that like, wow, all through this suffering, this is how I must be close to God. And it was like, I was, you know, just noticing I was raw. I was vulnerable. So once I, like hold that belief. I'm like, yeah, I don't have to suffer to be close to God. I can have a freaking magical life and still be close to God. Like, like, thank goodness that is gone because holy smokes, I don't want to be looking for drama, doomsday, dread, like 
to right. be close to God to save me. I want to feel like life is fucking awesome and I can still be so damn close to God because I'm one with God. So. Right, right, right. So much good stuff in there. I When you're talking, I'm like, oh man. <laughs> First of all, you were talking about the power of words and how much one little tweak matters. I always struggle when I'm talking with a client. I always say my words slowly so that I'm saying the words that are true to them that are mm. going to make the impact. The other thing that I struggle with is all my my blogs that I wrote, I did the same thing with, yeah. you know, it was like, nope, this is not the right word. I That's need to put the, this word. So each one of those has this particular vibration that was flowing through me and needed to be that. And then these bottom beliefs, I can't tell you how many times I've been like, oh, why is this happening? And then sure enough, there's a belief there. For instance, I remember I was working with Dr. John many years ago. I was like, I want to lose weight. And he like muscle tested me and it was like, no, you don't. And I'm like, no, shut the fuck up. Like, I definitely do. I've been doing everything I can to. And then he was like, well, there's a belief in there that you don't want to lose weight. And there's a reason why. So let's look at why. Dr. John also does NET. So yes, he's a, oh man, I love that. He's man. a wizard. He's my, he's my mentor. For yeah, sure. he's, like, awesome. he's the one who got me into this. I will want to caveat with saying to everybody on the journey of weight loss that I learned in Theta, like remember words matter. Don't say I want to lose weight because you want to say like, I want to release weight. I want to release heaviness because your subconscious is going to be like, once you lose it, you're going to be looking for that lost weight. Right. Like that's where a good example of why words matter. Using negatives, like when I test statements for beliefs, I'll say like, I am worthy. And if I muscle test, I go to creator first, God, and I get a no. And then I have them do the sway test. I'm like, I am worthy. You have a no. And then I'll say like, say out loud, I am worthy. No is the bottom belief. And then they'll get a, like a yeah. I check. I go to creator first and then I or go to consciousness first and then check. Sorry, your little friend. Yeah, your little friend. I gotta look after this podcast. I'm gonna look up what the mouse spirit is, like animal. Like, what does it mean on an animal totem? So yeah, Um, there's a mouse on probably a side of the window climbing around. So probably a hi, buddy. (laughs) Probably a message. So, anyways, I just wanted to point that out because I still to this day will say I want to lose weight, and then I'll be like, wait, no, I want to release weight. Release it, right? That's a topic in of itself. You could probably do like eight podcasts just around that, you know, about what is true weight loss and is it mindset? Also, I really believe that it's tied to your value. Um, Yes. Is it still there? Yeah. I'm laughing. I really wish you could see it. He's like coming in. He's like like drinking some tequila, watching our (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Oh my God. He's like, he just keeps wandering around. The lady who got like the download for Theta Healing, Viana Stobble. I think I'm saying her name, last name wrong. And I apologize, Viana. But she has a book on weight loss or, or a weight. And I went through and I was reading and I was checking some of the beliefs. A lot of people who have been sexually abused will carry weight. Oh, really? As, pro- as protection. Or Makes I had sense, a belief. Yeah. I had a belief about getting attention, like being like a yeah. female. So like mm-hmm. there's so yep. many nuances to why we hold weight or why it's hard to release it. Obviously, there's the physical aspect, the hormones. But I honestly now believe that everything has an emotional. Everything is energy. Emotions unresolved turn into beliefs. And if they're limiting beliefs, then you're going to co-create that reality. So like physically, it'll manifest in your body as a label or a diagnosis. But really, it's just energy. 
and emotions unresolved. I was just explaining to somebody this morning that trauma from childhood Mm -hmm. leads to addiction, mental illness, and chronic illness later in life. And if you can get to the trauma and resolve the emotions like you're talking about, everything else starts to fall into place. Like your health gets better, your happiness gets greater, the life that you really want starts to appear because you're not only getting rid of the trauma, but then, like I said, I mean, I sat down when I first started meditating and looked at my beliefs one by one. And I was like, do I want to believe this? And I remember starting out with simple ones, like I will always drink Diet Coke. And it was like, why do I have a belief that I will always like what? And of course I don't even do that, you know? Right. And then it was like, I will always need to wear a strong deodorant. And then Mm -hmm. I don't wear a strong deodorant anymore. I will only make a hundred thousand dollars a year. Why would I have a belief like that? That makes no sense to put a cap on it. So like I started simple and then worked my way towards a big bottom belief. Right. right? Am I worthy of the life that I really want or am I worthy of whatever it may be? That's why I'm so attracted to Theta is because like, listen, I love that you sussed it out because that was part of your journey about those little beliefs, right? Those micro beliefs. But if you can get to that bottom core belief, it will knock out the Diet Coke one and the deodorant one and the da 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 And that's Yeah, where, well, like, and it was true. I found readiness, right? right? Yeah, and then, right. then I started making better choices, right? And that exactly. be- became the unraveling of my life. I don't know, yeah, or building of or my building life. Of your, rebuilding. It's like we almost have to come in here open to unlearning everything we've learned. We can come in with beliefs that originate from a past life that we had or on our lineage or at a soul level. So like theta healing, why I got introduced to it. NET does address bottom beliefs, but they call it, it's like a semantic difference. They call it a personal loss. What I was attracting in terms of NET patients coming to me is that we call it, we talk about emotional reality, which that would be like obviously whatever beliefs you have, that's your emotional reality. Like you're co-creating with emotions, beliefs, whatever. I was attracting patients that would, we would muscle test to index for time for the original event where there was this unresolved feeling, there's this stress in the body, but guess what kind of patients I was attracting? They're like, we would be like birth to 10, conception to birth. I was attracting people that were indexing for time preconception. And I was like, oh, and I'd have to be like, well, what's your emotional reality around preconception? Because I don't know if they believe in past lives mm-hmm. or not. I know I do, but I, I don't impose my reality onto somebody else. I really right. try to stay neutral and like let their body tell them. I felt like I needed an extra tool that really addressed past lives, lineage, trauma, and well, NET can and do, does that. And I've actually met so many practitioners that are just doing this naturally. I just wanted a modality to solidify. I think it was for me to trust my connection to creator more. That's You're why so I was scientific it. about it. And that's what I love. Like you will muscle test throughout. And, you I know, do. it's hard for people to understand exactly what we're talking about unless you go through it. Where so like, for instance, with me, with Dr. John, and he was like, I want to lose weight and I went weak for it. Okay, so then Mm -hmm. he started and I don't honestly don't remember the actual story behind it at this point because it's been so much so long. He was testing from ages zero to seven, seven to ten or whatever. Yeah, it's always like those are where our big events lie. (laughs) And how (laughs) zero to seven. Yeah, exactly. And then, Jen, so what is the next thing you do? It is based on five element acupuncture. We have a meridian system that are tied to your organs, obviously then tied to your cells, tissues, 
So I love it because it's a systematic approach to being like, oh, say we're on the metal element. And I know that these emotions are tied to metal. There's grief and dogmatically positioned, feeling stuck. But then there's also these nuances that don't test as much. Like Dr. Scott Walker is a genius and he got a download from Creator to put this all together in a system that was really easy to teach and bring it to us. Then we could be like, hey, whether it was about a personal declare, we, we do two things. Like we do a spoken statement and we look to see if using the muscle test, if there's congruence, if you're like strong, solid, yeah, your body's congruent with saying, I want to lose weight and you got a yes, but it sounds like you got a no. So then Dr. John had to figure out what was the emotion that was unresolved that was in your body somewhere and at some timeline, like a timeline. So what we'll do is find the emotion, kind of get to the core, which is kind of like belief work, getting to mm-hmm. the core. Like why, what, what was the hardest thing about that for you? That feeling stuck or whatever it was about losing weight. And then let's index for a time in your life where you felt stuck surrounding being able to be yourself. Let's say like we got right. to the bottom. So we are dealing with beliefs and then we're indexing for time in this lifetime of where that stress got stored in this body. And then like you're breathing into the pulse point, like taking the charge off of it. All the modalities I'm taking just work so well together because it's about beliefs. Right. It's absolutely about beliefs and figuring out where that original stress came from because your body's going to try to keep you safe. So my body was like, well, because we have this information from when she was six years old and she was afraid to be herself, Mm -hmm. if she actually loses weight and becomes who she thinks she really is or whatever, then that's dangerous because back when we were six, we experienced some emotion or whatever. And that was mortifying or whatever. Yeah. So so anything that reminds you or has a similar energy to like how you felt as that six-year-old girl will show up as a trigger in your present lifetime. So that's why any modality that you choose that goes to resolve it at the root is so powerful. That's your trauma. That's why we're talking about like shadow work and whatnot is going into your trauma and like resolving it or having a neutrality about it is so key to like living and fulfilling and embodying your unique frequency and living the life you want to live. It's important to to recognize that those emotions that are unresolved are sort of like a radio station that's constantly playing all the time mm-hmm. and overwhelming your nervous system. Exactly. And once we have the opportunity to pull it out and do this nervous system repair. Reset. Yeah. And I'll do like a download. I'll be like, hey, God created all that is looks like in this lifetime, this person hasn't even ever experienced unconditional love. And create will be like, yeah, no, we need to let's remind that download, command it. Like, and I'll say, God created all that is, it's commanded that, you know, so-and-so receive your perspective on unconditional love that they may know and feel and embody every aspect of unconditional love. Because if you don't know what that feels like, how can you even download a replacement belief of like, I am lovable? If you've never experienced unconditional love, your body just might need to be like reminded, wow, this is what this feels like. Mm -hmm. Oh, Okay. So, and that's what's so cool is like you get that stuff out of the way. And then all of a sudden, like I see it as a golden light comes in, but you know, with same, it's the same. It's like unconditional, like love, light, like however you perceive it. But you're, but Amy, when you're doing your stuff, you're doing witnessing. I'm learning in the quantum world the genesis of witnessing. Like if you don't actually perceive something happening, just like whether you're taking something out of somebody's energetic field or like downloading something into it. Like I'm not doing it. I'm being a conduit to right, God, right. or spirit. 
But if I don't witness it happening and I'm just like, oh yeah, like it really, it needs to be witnessed. And you're doing that by the golden light. That's how, but you're seeing it in that way. Yeah. And it's not like golden light comes in and then it's like, all right, let's keep moving. I can sense that there's a need for some time to reset. The other thing that I wanted to mention is like, once we get that reset, it pauses our body to release certain chemicals that are very healing to our body. And obviously, if you are somebody who believes that you're unworthy of love, and then you finally feel what it feels like to feel unconditional love, then you're going to be a lot healthier. Yeah, exactly. You're just going to make healthier choices because you've been recalibrated to love, divine love, or whatever you want to call unconditional love. These whatever unhealthy thing does this really loving my body, my, my soul, our beingness as a whole, you have your soul. Like, so you do make healthier choices or you learn that you have toxic relationships and you start right. having better boundaries. There's so much we could talk. There's so about. much we could talk about. I'm like, Ooh. So yeah, what I came mean, up recently was this belief that others can change for me. Like not for me. This is just in the quantum. I've noticed oh, this. Okay. Other people will change for me. And I'm like, uh, uh, oh, people like, will change if they want to change. All you have control over is how, how you perceive the situation, how you respond. And I think we talked about this and didn't words matter for you. So like before I accept a person working with me and I obviously I didn't always have these great energetic boundaries and I've had wonderful mentors, Dr. John Wentz being one of them. However, I have learned also through another modality called contact reflex analysis that you could score people. You can score your clients. Yes. Like, you recently I, told me about this. Yes, yeah. So I like, love this you can idea. Do that, you could do that with your food. You could do that with like, I did it with the slot machines in Vegas because I said, why the hell not? And actually one, <laughs> I was like the slot machine scored like an it. 80 or 90 for me. And I was like, cranked. And I never play the slots, but I was like, I'm just going to play with this. Yeah. This concept awesome. of muscle testing. And I won. And I was like, well, that's unusual. And then I stopped. That was like a huge thing for me. I was at roulette and I walked away after winning. And I was like, well, that's a new pattern for me to know mm. like the boundary when I started to feel it. Cause there's been other times in Vegas where I was like, this is so much fun. Well, yeah. you know, or Blackhawk, whatever. But the whole thing <laughs> is you can score and muscle test or just check in with your body on anything, whether it's the sway test, but I do check now. And the couple times I didn't check, I kind of got a lesson. For sure. Um, I recently like, I'm like, went through like, that. I'm like, make sure that the person is ready and willing and able to heal. Sometimes there's unseen forces in their energetic field that might be keeping them from it. And I mean, that's a whole nother podcast. And maybe listen, if you're curious about what we're talking about, maybe listen to Mark's, Mark Sober's podcast that Amy has. He really has a really nice scientific way of talking about these unseen forces. I also say, creator, I am the best and highest good healer for this person now. So I check on both aspects. They're good for me and I'm good for them because why would I waste somebody's time? And I actually don't right. want to create, I don't want to create any more karma than no. I need to Mm-mm. here in this life. <laughs> right. So. No, I know. I recently asked a question of, can I help this person? Which was the wrong mm-hmm. question. Yes. Right. Words <laughs> matter. Yes, of course you can. You help, you can help anybody. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. But should I help was definitely the but question I, I should have asked. So I learned that lesson and whatever, it's fine. I had some other energies that I needed to release, which I'm grateful that I did. 
So really what we're talking about here is just getting in alignment with alignment. That is the huge, that's my word of 2022. You know, when you pick a word for the year, like people say to do that, my word Mm -hmm. was alignment. And I was like, holy smokes on every level I'm being called to do that in my life. Yeah. Resilience was the word that came to me for the planet really. And I thought, oh, that's great. I like resilience. And the universe, yeah. And the universe was like, well, no, we're going to actually test your resilience. We didn't uh, really mention that. We didn't like there. That was nuanced, right? Yeah, I know. And I'm like, damn it. So then I was sitting down the other day and I'm like, so what do you think the word is for 2023? Um, oh, for the collective. Ooh, I like I, to do personal words just because I'm on this path of me uh, embodying my unique frequency is probably the biggest gift I could give to the collective. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That's the thing. So Jen, a couple of things. Once when you finally get clear, like you let go of these traumas that you had from childhood, these beliefs, these things that are getting in the way of you actually being who you really want to be, you become this like lightning rod of energy with such clarity and you go forward and you do the things that you really want to do. That's where you can have the greatest impact because you can't argue with truth. Right. And that is a belief I will totally adopt because I want to look for those people, those situations in which it is about like the truth. I think the whole planet is doing a purge of what is not authentic right now. Right. We're looking at our systems. We're looking at, yeah. I mean, and there's going to be people that, you know, maybe signed up prior to this life to maybe not be that. I don't even like to put it as one awareness is better than the other. It's just energy. But there are some people on the planet that are really going for it. Like, let's get to this next level of consciousness here on earth. Well, we do need people to trigger us, right? Yeah, and absolutely. So, <laughs> yeah. That's um, why I have a love-hate relationship with social media because lately I've been just posting more authentic stuff, even if I know it's going to trigger. Although there are sometimes I'm like, don't. And I'm like, well, what is this about? What are you afraid of? And then it like allows me to dig deeper for what belief I have, like not posting that ridiculous meme. We're basically communicating in memes these days. So yeah, I send you a lot social of memes. Media. I know. And I, I don't watch the news because like, I feel like it's manipulated anyway. And like, there's a bunch of programs in there and I just don't watch it. But I get, a, I know what's going on in the universe by memes. It's like crazy. I'll be like, right, somebody right. made a meme. I'm like, well, thank you. Now I know what's going on with what's important. Yeah, it's hilarious because I read energy, right? Like you do yeah. too. Like we just yeah. already know, oh, I already know the agenda. Don't need to watch the news. Right. I stopped watching the news in 2002. Yeah. And isn't, didn't your life improve? Like, no, I didn't make it. I didn't make it. I had to, I should have been watching. No, I I know. (laughs) Oh, well, and you're the type that's like very sensitive and you don't watch like horror films, but I'm actually being called these days to like understand darkness more so that I can, when I'm in theta, I can like have creator like undo okay, now I'm getting, maybe we totally said we wouldn't talk about this, but like undo curses and spells and things from past life. I'm like, yeah, let me know how the darkness works so that right. create the light can undo it in some right. way. Yeah, we're, we're definitely- Core stuff. So like, it's still back to the tenet of, and why you would let a curse or spell in is about a belief. Like if you believe you must transmute darkness, well, guess what? You're going to be a magnet for some gnarly weird stuff right. related to darkness. So it still does tie all the way back to- beliefs. Right. <laughs> no, I, did, I didn't, I didn't delve too far off. the topic. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> Jen and I can go all the way down the rabbit hole together. Yeah. Whether it's, it's aliens or 
poop, oh, yeah, parasites, <laughs> which is like, it's the same energy. There are foreign energies that are parasitic in nature. Yeah. And if you come from the perspective that everything is energy, it's like, yes. is it a match or is it not? And that's how it gets in. If it's a match, it can come in just like yes. like tracks like. So, right. when, so when people keep getting a virus or can't get over a virus, I'll use myself as an example. I don't identify as a Lyme anymore, but I have been diagnosed with Lyme disease and some co-infections. But guess what? For me, there was a while that I like where Dr. John helped me through it, like with the, the emotions is how started with the emotions and the beliefs through neuroemotional technique and with Dr. John and also obviously as a chiropractor. So he was resetting my nervous system, too. But a lot of for me was emotional. I didn't believe I could get healthy. I can't supplement myself out of this or whatever. Right. And then I had a, like no boundaries. So letting toxic people into my life being a people pleaser. There was so many components of a belief, but I would say if you're suffering from somebody, use a muscle test and say, I am stronger than my Lyme disease and see what you get. If you don't believe it, no amount of supplements, treatments, IV treatments, whatever you're getting, it's going to work because guess what? You have a belief that you're not stronger than whatever you have. I was just going to say, I am stronger than apple cider vinegar. <laughs> Oh, oh that that one oh my god you've been finding the most hilarious tiktoks ever i'm like i don't know amy's got a great gift that like attracting like that that one made me laugh so oh hard god, was so, plus was the crying. guy that was going to that health store in uh, oh California. gosh yes i had just had surgery and you sent that to me and I, I was know. like laughing so hard which was so good for my soul but not good for my tissues but whatever yeah, right it's all good <laughs> life is funny so that guy was going through the health food store <laughs> and it's so hard when you first start and you're yes. like okay i'm gonna get healthy like yes. what do i do like i like for me i was like drinking diet coke and i had strong deodorant right and i'm trying yeah. to like not have those things but like what is my option and so you go into the health food store and he's like <laughs> i was like he lost gel or some shit like that and you're like wait what why would i want to it's like it's anyway go he back i posted on my social media it's yeah hilarious. he bought like a 20 dollar uh green juice and he's like oh my god this tastes <laughs> like shit but whatever i'm gonna drink it it was 20 dollars <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And and I've been there. And that's why it's so funny. Anybody who's been on this healing journey has yeah. paid $20 for something or because somewhere <laughs> around there, a ridiculous amount of money for something that was absolutely awful. And you still consumed it because you were like, I'm not wasting my money on that. And like the $12 marinara sauce. But I will say, because you mentioned this, but maybe I always take things a little too far, like with what's possible. But I think I believe anything is possible and you can heal from anything and you can fix anything because you're one with creator of all that is people that are like, oh, and I'm not saying that they're making this up about the electromagnetic, like the EMFs or whatever gluten, like that is a very real thing. However, if you have a belief that like, I would just go through all your allergies or anybody going through it. I mean, I have a neighbor that's more affected by the same like tower that's in our neighborhood for EMFs. Granted, I have my Shanghai everywhere and like do my energy stuff, but I actually don't have a belief that EMFs are stronger than me. That helps. I don't think mm -hmm. people realize how much their beliefs actually either impede their health or help it, like protect right. them. Right. So right. I just, and I learned from Dr. Randall Roberts, who does creative emotional wizardry, that a lot of times our food allergies come from our lineage. So if there's a food that's particularly tied to a poverty lacking belief, like, say, root nightshades, like 
let's say if you're Italian or European, whatever was abundant that you could eat, or if you're from any Asian, I don't know if that's the right, like rice, you might be allergic to rice. Like you're going to be maybe possibly allergic or have something tied to probably a belief within the collective of your lineage around poverty. So if you have a poverty belief surrounding eating rice, your body's going to reject it or feel bad after eating it. So there's so much work you can do around allergies if you work around your beliefs. I know. I'm going to work on everything like that with you. I know. (laughs) Well, thank you. That's an honor. I mean, I know I'll have to double check that I'm the highest good to work on that with you. Oh, well, definitely do that. (laughs) Double check. I I I get a yes. I get a yes. Okay, good, good, good. good. (laughs) So a couple of things. One is I wanted to tell you that I recently came across research that said that we inherit, I think it was 14 generations Mm -hmm. worth of information from our ancestors. That's now proven through science. It makes sense if like you're stressed out and you're eating yes. potatoes and you then Which I love French fries. That's definitely yeah. my lineage. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, why? Why do we love that? You know, it's like, like comfort food. Exactly. Right, why is it comfort? Like we can and explore then you gotta, all and these you, things. Like and, I and truly what? believe my gluten allergy comes from my mom and her inability to eat it and then yeah. have rage like from yeah having from the- it. And we all got scared. So it was like, my brain was like, gluten is dangerous. It's not safe. Yeah, 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 exactly. I have a lot of work to do around that because that was multiple oh, times, right, multiple situations right. in which I was there when she would, she'd be fine for long periods of time and not eat it. And then she'd eat it. And yeah. then we'd all be like, weed alert. And that's why I love hanging out with all these amazing healers when I go to these different conferences, because like, I'll watch them work on somebody. And then it sort of gives me permission to embody my gifts muscle testing, like if I hadn't known there was this doctor actually just got his book, Dr. Jim Bentley, that did this presentation. He's big into martial arts. Like if I didn't know that there was like an energetic component to like our physical bodies, he showed us how to protect ourselves and get out of things energetically. If Hmm. you're being physically held down, like you could do like a figure eight thing with your feet and then all of a sudden you're strong and you can get out of something because the energy is everything, right? And intention. Right. But like he was basically showing us, had I not known, like we we've, we talk about all these energetic, and I, this is another podcast, these metaphysical categories. I have been recently having like a crash course and how these actually do affect our physical health, like having metaphysical things, whether it's like archetype stuff or a body billboard where you're kind of like projecting, which is also about your emotions. Like if you have an unworthiness billboard, like I'm unworthy. Guess what? Prove it to me. Yeah. Prove it to me. Guess what? I want to be right. Yeah, exactly. Your system is going to look for it. My point is some people give me permission to look for things or get curious with creator, but if it wasn't in my awareness of consciousness, I wouldn't even think to check for it. I'm so happy that you have such a systematic way of going through this stuff because you right. can use and now that. the muscle and now the muscle test though, if I'm like, Hey, you have a curse on your lineage, I can actually test their body and they'll be like, and they'll feel it in their body. They'll be like, I don't even know what that means, but yes, let's clear it. Yeah. Because they feel it. Right. Right. And we recently did some knows. work and I yeah. was like, I don't think so, but I actually now know so. <laughs> right. And then I was right. like, wait, like, what? Whoa. And we both had learned and been in the same class where we learned about the concept, but we were whoa. like, yeah, no. I, and I, I remember even fumbling over it. I'm like, please don't be that one because I don't know what to do. And then I also learned that 
your limbic resonance with mine will only reveal what is safe to be cleared. Yeah. So yeah. you could still be walking around with certain things or beliefs, but God creator will only like give us what we can handle. So we're basically, this whole podcast is about beliefs. And I just want to say, when I took the energy healers test, I was able to change the pH of water and I was able to change the parts per million based on like the different commands. Like I could do it exactly. And that all came from my belief that I could do it and that it would, it would show up in my life. And so recently I've been like playing with is like, how much more can I do? And so yesterday, that's why I love you. Cause you like to push the limits. Just, I do. I'm like component. That's me. Yeah. I didn't even get a chance to tell you this because it was yesterday. I was like, I have a half an hour to just chill. Let me see if I can bend a spoon. Oh, did you do that? Did yes. you? And I'm sure you did it. I did it. Yeah. Oh my God. So here's the thing. And I can tell you this because I had to take it apart. Like in my mind, like, what am I doing? Yeah. It wasn't like the spoon just like dropped over and like was bent. I thought maybe that might happen. And maybe <laughs> in some reality in a couple of years, I can it get did. there. It did. Yeah. But what happened was I couldn't bend the spoon and I was just trying to bend it. Right. But when I weakened the structure of it, and then put some applied some pressure, I could bend it in a way that I couldn't bend, bend it before. Like it went really fast. Like it bent. How you did mind? you know to like weaken it? Did you just ask I did watch your... a video and okay. I hope to have this guy on the podcast. That's so. awesome. But like if that wasn't in your awareness. Right. You Somebody have known else to directed me to it because I had told right. her I was able to do that other thing. And then I was like, oh. I'm curious about what I can do more. And she was like, well, then you might be interested in this guy. And look him up. And then it was a free video. And I was like, whoa, so I should send it to you. So here's the thing is like your mind is super powerful and you can create the life that you want based on what you believe you can do. Right. So Mm -hmm. let's work on creating our identity from within. Exactly. It's that simple. Right. Mm -hmm. But but, but I'm sure I have a belief somewhere that it's like it's hard. So right. It's hard to be me. It's hard. It's hard to be me or when I'm myself people reject me. There was somebody that had a belief like that. Like there was fear around rejection because like every time that they were actually themselves, people did leave. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's like so many nuances to these beliefs. And that's why it's like all about going within and figuring out what our unique limiting beliefs are. And then also getting downloads so that life is fucking magical, that our beliefs only are looking for highest and good growth, soul growth and all that. Well, if you need help clearing out beliefs, find Jen. She's amazing. (laughs) She will test for all kinds of shit. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. Like stuff that, yeah. It's It's amazing. Uh, Every time that I do a session with her, I'm just amazed. The last time I had you work on Aiden when he was sick. Oh, that's another thing is like, I want you to know that anything that you have, because it's energy, you can muscle test the frequency and hertz of what it is, what it's resonating at. And you could just pull that out, like see it as a number, perceive it and just send it to God's light. And I like I remember the first time I was playing around with it. My husband, PJ, who's amazing. He's so supportive for me going to all these different classes. He is. And, and seminars. He had a sore throat and I it muscle tested for bacterial. And I was like, okay, well, what is this? And I was a clear content, like asking creator. And I like, I just muscle tested it. I think it was like something around 78 hertz, or maybe it had some decimal points. Sometimes I check for like, is it 78.1? And I just muscle tested it. And then I commanded with creator to pull 
that frequency out of it, mostly his throat, but his whole body. And then I have filled his morphogenic field with golden light, like you do, for the frequency of a healthy cell. He was like, okay, this is really weird, but like, I don't like it. It doesn't hurt anymore. And I was kind of like, really? <laughs> yeah. Same <laughs> you know, thing with Aiden. Is it that easy? Like, and it is that easy. Yeah. That is the whole thing. Aiden, when I called you, I was, it was a couple of days he was sick. He had some tummy troubles. Yes. He was constantly going to the bathroom. And I was like, Jen, I need help. Like he just, yeah. he, he can't kick this. And I think and I then, had just had the class about pulling frequency. So it was like, and then he did not go to the bathroom for like yeah. another day after that. And, the, and, and, I, and I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'm still coming into like my confidence because like things things are happening like that. And I was like, holy shit. And it's also just getting me closer to God creator. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. Yeah. No, I know. And that's why I love you. You have a growth mindset just like me and a playful mindset. You also like tequila, which helps. Um, Yes. We love yeah, to play I, with this and have fun. Yeah, and really, truly, we so don't. Serious. We're here to be playful and fun. Yeah. And this is like earth school, right? We're at earth school. Let's play and see what's possible in this. Like No judgment, TV. right? No like judgment. you're just like, okay, whatever. I have this belief. Who cares? Like, I don't want it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, that's it. As long as people are ready, willing, and able to like heal that shit. Those are, get, right. send me all those people. I love, yeah, good. Yes, Make it, universe. claim it. Yeah. Claim <laughs> And just in the amount of people that you can handle. (laughs) Exactly. There's, I am still a mom and a wife and I have all these other roles. And I like to hang out with Amy at times. Oh, and I, and I love my energy friends and we play. Yeah, it's fun. So Amy. Yeah, it has been so fun hanging out with you and interviewing you apparently. Apparently. (laughs) Um, We're just just having a conversation really. So that's why I love the podcast with you. I've been having more of an inkling of having my own podcast. I don't even know where this is coming from or why, but. I don't know. Do it. My sister says it. you have a great radio voice. Well, thank you. Thank you. Was it Holly that said that? <laughs> yes, Holly, Holly said that. Yeah. Shout out to Holly. Shout out to Holly. How are you doing? We hope you're well. <laughs> so Jen, tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, you know, I, I'm unfolding like how I'm going to be marketing myself. So I do only have a domain name, like name, like a website name. It's not built, but I'm being called to just share it in its imperfection and buildings, which is kind of poetic if you think about it. I have nothing to it but this name. So like I get to create from the groundwork up this new, and I'm doing that. I'm like trying to get, so it's called heartrootedhealing.love. That's the domain mm. name. And like PJ found the handle, like instead of having a .com, they have stuff like .love and .life. And I was like, I like the dot love. I mean, it's different. Hell yeah. I'll just share that. But in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with me, jenmcnerney.com, that it's not the greatest website, but like whatever. I'm, Who cares? I'm very busy and it's all just through word of mouth. So I feel yeah. thank you universe for sending the right people at the right time. So. Right. And you can find you on social media. Oh yeah. I'm on social media. You can like, I don't care anymore. I'll, if you friend request me, I like, I am in this alignment thing where like what you see is what you get. So if I post something that offends you, sit with your triggers. There's probably a little nugget of healing there. Absolutely. But, so you can look up Jen McNerney. I have like a speech pathology business called Mindful Little Talkers. Come find me. I'm trying to think what my handle is on Instagram. Oh yeah. Den underscore McNerney underscore healer. Okay. Like, apparently there were a lot of Jen McNerney, so I had to do something creative like put underscores. We need to come up with a new word for underscore because that's a, a lot. That yeah. is a lot. Like, oh. like how about line Jen McNerney? Jen line. I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't work. 
We can't, we, it doesn't work. We'll figure anyway. it out. Anyway, thank you for being on the show. We'll put all this information down at the bottom of the show notes. Good luck with that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Clearly I have to get more congruent with promoting myself. So I'll be taking that with me and healing that stuff. So. Nice job. Yeah. Awesome. All right. I love you, Jen. Thanks for being love on the show. Too. If you love today's podcast, you're going to love the UR Energy course. I'm going to drop the link below so you can pick up that course. I go much more in depth about the science behind healing and I share the tools and techniques that I use every single day to help my body heal. All content provided by Amy Stark and or her guests on the Stark Transformation Show website or other platforms, including text, images, audio, or other formats, are created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist.